Hello, you've tuned into Mud Heart. Welcome to the latest episode. Enjoy. And for your astrological news and weather, we have today's transits and ephemerides on Thursday, the 4th of June. And these transits will also be relevant for mm, the next day, the next week. A lot of the planets like the moon will be changing uh, in the next two degrees. So we'll come to that. So the sun today on this Thursday here in Western Europe, we have the sun in Gemini, the moon is ending on its 28th degree in Scorpio, moving into Sagittarius, when we're going to see that rather prevalent full moon coming in Sag there in a couple of days. We've got Mercury in Cancer, which is direct. It's no longer in, well, it's not in any retrograde as yet Venus is however in retrograde in Gemini still Mars is in Pisces Jupiter is in Capricorn Saturn is in retrograde Aquarius Jupiter is also retrograde Capricorn I should probably say that too Uranus is in Taurus Neptune is in Pisces Pluto is in retrograde Capricorn and Chiron is in Aries the true node is in retrograde Gemini and the true Lilith is in retrograde Taurus Mars there in Pisces it's not really um, in its favourite place it feels restricted in Pisces Pisces is quite a A weird energy in the way that most energies you can define but it comes across as being a weak and Mars is very kind of powerful force so we've got the I feel like the well it's waxing the moon is waxing at the moment in 97 degrees so the full moon is going to be coming on Friday the 5th of June um and that will be in Sagittarius. And those are today's transits and ephemerides coming at you from an astrological perspective. I'm a bit late to the party on uh, Yeji. Kathy Yeji Lee from Korea, who uh, released that track called Ye- uh, Rain Girl by um, Yeji from Brooklyn, New York. Um, yeah, so like I say, I'm a bit late to the party on that one. Um, I keep saying, um, because I'm actually just reading it. <laughs> she says, she's Leo. I quite like that uh, rain video, make it rain video, where she's she's wearing clothes and and a raincoat, and she's not trying to be overtly sexual, and 
she's not even glossed up to look like some kind of porn star like every other video you see like symmetrical beautiful model looking women are chosen to be pop stars but she's actually so much more in that she is a dj and blends elements of house music and hip-hop and this is what i like about her style it's mellow and the quiet vocals is in both english and korean and it sounds to, to me it's uplifting it is very housey very beach ibiza thailand vietnam beach life um I didn't actually know she was from... She lived in America. I just presumed that she was... Uh, the music was coming out of Korea. But um, but no, she currently lives in Brooklyn. Um, I was... I mean, that's why I love TikTok. Because that's how I have... Um, gotten her music on my radar. And I've indulged in a couple of tiktoks with her music she is on xl recordings she's only 26 years old xl recordings is a british independent record label founded in 1989 by tim palmer and nick hawks it's co-run co-owned by richard russell since 1996 and it forms part of the beggars group and i can only wonder if the beggars group were part of the beggars banquet so their subsidiaries uh beggars group beggars group is a british record company that owns or distributes several other labels including 4ad rough trade records matador records XL recording and young turks they're massive indie labels and she's an indie Oh, she's everything that ticks the box of being indie. Doing her own music videos, being herself, and not having to succumb to overtly sexual, erotic imagery just to sell your music. The music speaks for itself. It is uplifting. It is enjoyable, rhythmic, and movable. Hope you enjoy the song and look it up because I can only play a little bit of it on this podcast because that's all I'm allowed to play maybe I'll play another one of her songs from mp3 at some point in these increasingly difficult times I'm not sure whether my opinion matters or whether I should contribute to the conversation. But this is my podcast and I've only got three, five maximum listeners. So perhaps I can and ought to say the thing that I'm supposed to be saying out loud in this already contemptible, unprecedented, unbelievable times that we're experiencing in, that we've never seen in our lifetimes. Um, 
Not only are we experiencing this world quarantine, last week we saw a man being murdered by a policeman in America, being crushed basically under the knee symbolically of a man who just looked like he couldn't care less. And whilst the whole Black Lives Matters movement completely erupted, we've had media concentrating on violence and rioting, escalating further with what previously in history is known as agent provocateurs, not the um, lingerie label on Pont Street, but the official meaning of those two words put together. And whilst there are people saying all lives matter, mainly coming from the white contingent, nobody's questioning that. Of course, that is an obvious state of mind. But what they're not seeing is the concept of black people being targeted and black people having to experience this unnecessary extra every day for hundreds of years. It's not the same. I saw one um, TikTok which was quite educational. I'm finding TikTok to be educational to me. Um, perhaps it's the 15 seconds you get to learn information that suddenly sinks in and makes more of a profound effect. And that's perhaps the one where it's a white girl saying, my house is on fire, my house is on fire. And, and there's a her in the background with a house on fire. And then somebody saying, but my house matters too and she says is your house is is your house on fire and she's like no my house isn't on fire but it matters and it's like well this house is on fire right now so let's concentrate all houses matter but this one's on fire you know and I thought that that was quite um telling and communicative but people are focusing on violence and escalating violence and playing this petty tit-for-tat game when there is an undercurrent that is stained in the heart of the systematic structure of how society in the Western world is founded on. And that historic meaning and presence in today's times ought to be addressed, learned, historically filed correctly. The truth needs to be told in all aspects of history, not just America, not just Europe, not just Australia, China, Asia, Russia. Everybody needs to have this conversation about how we treat one another. And we have to go above surface tittle-tattle and pettiness in order for the conversation to really move forward. Um, 
I thought that I was actually going to get a little bit more heated than I just did in the last five minutes. But um, I just want to offer my good vibrations to everybody out there who is just unable to get their heads around what's happening at the moment. And um, I'm hoping that this time will calm down and move into a more positive direction. That was Josh Wink with Are You There? Josh Wink. Joshua Winkleman. Born April 20th, 1970. Um, electronic music from Philadelphia. And I do remember his um, contributions in the late 80s, early 90s in the UK rave scenes that were playing in the underground underground clubs as a youth um, 1990 and that was are you there apparently that was a recorded message from a friend that he had just blended into that mix Josh Wink there It's Friday the 5th of June and we are going to be experiencing a full moon, the strawberry moon, at approximately around 7 o'clock this evening. I'm thinking UK time, just going into the charts here. Uh, Friday the 5th of June, 12 minutes past 7, got the full moon in Sagittarius at 15 degrees. And there's a little side segment here that it says it affects liver, hips, thighs, sacrum. So on the 5th of June today, also at 26 minutes past 7, there is a lunar eclipse prenumbral. And that's in uh, Sagittarius, 15 degrees, 42. Um, so it's a full moon and a lunar eclipse pre P- number I'm not saying that right probably and then on the Sunday June the 21st the following week or two week or so there's a new moon and we've had head on right into solar eclipse season eclipse season in general so we've got then on the June the 21st it's in the morning at 06 41 minutes solar eclipse annular and that's going to be in cancer at 0 21 degrees so it's going to be in ooh, very emotional moon there um and body wise in this chart it's saying that uh, that's connected with the stomach breast womb ovary uh, i don't know what a mucosa is i'm gonna to have to google that <laughs> and then on sunday the 5th of July there's a lunar eclipse prenumbral again so we're heading into eclipse season um, 
so there's lots of um, more heightened affirmations and energies than the last time we had an eclipse, a lunar eclipse was January the 10th, so perhaps during June and July eclipse season we might see more information shedding to light or at least more energy shedding to light so um yeah it's full moon tonight in Sagittarius I mean there's so many things I suppose this energy moon if you have if you're if you have moon in Sag you probably um have a high vibe where you're motivated you want to do stuff you're out and about a lot probably don't live anymore in the place that you grew up Sagio energy do, does like to sort of distance themselves from family on their terms so um Mm, it's very, very, very bizarre. But hopefully jovial and, and a comedial and comedial and a light-hearted way because that sun there is still in Gemini. Um so that the, the combination of Gemini and Sagittarius is uh, is spiritual, light and heavy. <laughs> if you see what I mean. I'm hoping that uh yeah, it's Friday night. That's the only thing. It's like, mm, okay, there's temptation to get completely into the indulgence of the ego. Um, I can't really... I, all I can say is just stay safe, people. Um, emotions will be heightened around a full moon. Bahia, which is a a little place in northeastern Brazil, and Bahia is a archaic meaning of the Portuguese word Bahia, meaning bay. And I just wanted to insert that song in there to give an air of escape, fantasy, beach, exotica, another mindset, just a, just something different to the heaviness that we're all experiencing in the news, in the world, and uh, just offering some light mood with that offering of a song Baya Baya by um, Drum Magic so just a quick scroll through who in predominant positions in the world have Sun in Gemini and moon in Sagittarius and the first thing that comes up is Donald Trump so Donald Trump would have been born on a day like today make of that what you will make of those energies 
that conjure up in your mind of what Donald Trump means to you. What Donald Trump means to me is growing up in the 80s when I was a kid, um, you'd always see like matches or Paris match or hello. In England, we have Hello magazine or really kind of like other dentist, mag- you know, glossy magazine, you know, tittle-tattle magazines where he'd be a socialite, a rich socialite, hanging out with royalty and other aristocracy and gentry. And he was somebody who was a bit of a tinsel-y character with sort of his fake tan and fake hair. And then in the 90s, he went on to do... And this is my observation of what what Donald Trump means to me. In the 90s, whatever he went to do um, The Apprentice show, which is uh, over here, we have a guy called Alan Sugar, who uh, I think he, his business was Atari, not Atari, Amstrad, you know, um, an entrepreneur in computing, which, and they, and they both have a sort of a, a tittle-tattle, trashy element to them, they're not sophisticated, sophisticated people at all. Um, and so when Donald Trump, you just think of him as being entitled, privileged, rich, you know, um, jumping onto the things after they're kind of popular, um, like Studio 54 and those sort of things. Um, and him being a New Yorker, you know, he's indulgence comes to mind when it comes to those I know I I don't know any Gemini moons in Sag but I know Taurus moons in Sag and I know Sag moons in Gemini and it's a very light confusing a lot of the time that Saggy energy I find is confusing Um, but they do try to have a, a little bit of surprisingly spirituality but I wouldn't have them run the country necessarily. But these are my opinions, and that's what I think about when I think of Donald Trump. Um, it, uh, I would. Uh, who else? Um, so let's juxtapose that with other people who are Gemini, Moon and Sag. I mean, he has got rising Leo, so that can also make that <clears throat> energy more force-driven. So next up, we've got Nicole Kidman, who's Gemini Moon in Sagittarius, and she's ascending Scorpio. So again, we've got a character, an actress who comes from from what it mean, what I see as an actress comes from Australia, who is in kind of um, kids TV, eighties, um, you know, nothing that's going to, you know, the equivalent to like the Disney Club kids. You know, and then then growing up and and demanding or or you know requesting or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, needing to be a respected person in the field that they work in. So uh, there is that com- that similarity there. I can see now. Next coming up, we've got Naomi Campbell, and she's a Gemini with Moon and Sagittarius. T- today's energies, like I'm saying is I'm talking about the sun in Gemini and the moon in Sagittarius and she's got her rising her ascendant sign is Capricorn so again another force in that combination heading 
that Sun Gemini Moon Sagittarius Naomi Campbell from my observation observation of her character is that she does get blasted in the media a lot for her <clears throat> her little tantrums and her attitude towards how people ought to treat her so there seems to be a running theme and expectation of how other people ought to react to their authority that does seem very very interesting again now we have another it's coming it's just like fluid Lenny Kravitz sun in Gemini moon in Sagittarius and he's another rising Capricorn exactly the same as Naomi Campbell there and from my experience of Lenny Kravitz seeing him in the last 30 years um, starting off with this first album Let Love Rule when he first came out everyone said he was trying to appropriate the Beatles he was trying to copy them and nothing that he was doing was original and he got a lot of flack in the in the uh, music press he wasn't taking that seriously even though at the time for me he was like a uh, a guilty pleasure i liked his stuff i bought let love rule the lp i don't know where it is now but um yeah was, i know all the songs on it and um yeah he wasn't taken too seriously either and also demanded some kind of respect and he's also proven that his uh, existence and his contributions to creativity has spanned over 30 years. So, so you know, vindication there for him. But obviously never taken seriously by musicians, only later on in his career, I, from my observations, not from the get-go. Um, Bar Raphael, uh, I don't know, she's a model... Israeli model there, she's Gemini Sag. Liam Nielsen, wow, here we go, another one. Controversial, Gemini, Sun in Gemini, Moon in Sag, Rising Sag. He, Liam Nielsen, is a respected six foot four actor. He's with a with a span of 40, 35 years of acting. Um, he recently came out and made a cultural boo-boo when he said something about wanting to go out with a baseball bat after something tragic had happened and experienced a massive backlash. Um, So, yeah, they can put their foot in their mouths, evidently, and say some pretty darn unthought-out things. Um, Oh, wow, it just keeps coming like a stream. We have Scott Disick. Scott Disick is an American reality TV personality, model and businessman who rose to fame by dating Kourtney Kardashian in the television series. So this Gemini, Sun in Gemini, Moon in Sag, is rising. We know It doesn't look like they know what time of day he was born. It could be anywhere between Sag, Gem and Libra. But also another person that hasn't taken his responsibilities seriously enough and has publicly gone off with Lionel Richie's daughter, even though, you know, he's got three kids with, um, what's her name, Courtney Kardashian. And there's real love there and there's real heartache there and you can see it and that's what's kind of upsetting because you just know that that Gemini energy wanted to do multiple things at multiple different times even though they've they pretty much 
made a milestone in responsibility early on in their lives. He's there born in 1983. Next up, we've got Iggy Azalea, another controversial character, Gemini Moon in Sagittarius. They haven't got her t- time of birth. Um, she So she, I wonder how serious her creativity is taken in the world that she appropriates and I'm going to say that because she's an Australian rapper that kind of like speaks volumes and I probably should uh, leave you to your own deductions on that one next up we've got the rather well this is just an amazing trip I'm having right now and revelations Judy Garland Born Saturday, June the 10th, 1922. Judy Garland born in the Grand Rapids uh, at Sun in Gemini, Moon in Sagittarius uh, with the rising in Cancer. Um, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I watched that. The, the word, two words came into my mind. I'm not going to say them out of respect to the memory of Judy Garland. I watched Judy starring... Um, What's her name? Bridget Jones. It'll come to me in a minute what her name is. Um, and I cried because, you know, my mum really liked... It was my mum's generation. that She really liked Judy Garland and um, and felt sorry for her because, you know, it must have been in the newspapers at the time that you'd, you you know, in, you'd open the papers and you'd hear that this, this, this superstar has died in Chelsea. I mean, it must have been in the papers over here. But when you look at her... Um, her astrology, her astrology. Um, I mean, this, this, this is certainly this, this somebody who is utterly emotional, emotionally crippled through the behaviour of um, adults in their lives, and um, she's only four foot eleven and a half. Um, confusing. I was always confused by. How can somebody so bright just fizzle out and be just die and so and so young and in such tragic like dank grey circumstance? You know, she was like playing, I think, the London Palladium and the Sloan Theatre and things like that in London, and making really not much money at all after being Judy Garland you know it's but yeah, these are male and female energies I probably ought to sort of suggest that um, giving the right support these people can thrive but drugs does seem to be something that can cripple this this energy and then next up we've got Joan Rivers and then the continuing theme of jovialness of, of quite hurtful coarse sense of humour we've got um, Joan Rivers born on June the 8th 1933 in Brooklyn New York and she's sun in Gemini moon in Sagittarius rising Aries so for quite a scary lady maybe coming across with her 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 tongue of wit and fire you know uh, also another woman who um, can come across as being trashy you know, like American trashy kind of thing. You know, it's it's kind of like a non-sophisticated 
um, splurgy type character again. God, there's a real theme and thread as to the observations of this people with the same sun and moon. It's, it's, it is. Here's another one we're going to go... I think this is going to be the last one because I could go on forever and ever with this uh, sun in Gemini, moon in Sagittarius energy. And then the last one I'm going to do is um, Miss Lauren Hill herself, born Lauren Noel Hill Marley. Well, she wasn't born that. That's her name now. Uh, born, rather, May 26, 1975 in East Orange, New Jersey. And um, she's sun in Gemini, moon in Sagittarius. They don't know her time of birth. So she could have rising Gemini, Aries or Sag. Her height is five foot three and a half. So she's about the same size as me. Um, she also is a figure of controversy. Um, perhaps also in the thread between all of the people that I've mentioned um, have a very thin filter that they vo- vocalize their opinions through in the nicest possible way um she she's been controversially uh targeted for saying certain things in the media um being quite angry and being kind of like trying to be i think that's the rising aries i'll have to break into her chart to see what her mercury is um another person that steps back but is in your face i think that's like the thread that the sun in gemini and the moon in sag does that's why i find it confusing because they're in your face but they're also lurking in the distance pulling strings but totally denying that they're pulling strings (laughs) Uh, these are all my own observations and please do message me if you think no not like that work why are you saying that don't say that blah 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 i'm not dissing anybody it's it's just a common thread that perhaps you can agree with me or not and uh, that was sun in gemini moon in sag and that was things done change by the notorious B.I.G. B.I.G. born Sunday, May the 21st, 1972. 72 baby. Born in Brooklyn. Sun in zero degrees Gemini. Moon in Virgo. Don't know his time of birth, so he could be Gemini, Cancer, Virgo rising. Notorious B.I.G. was six foot three and was a Chinese astrology astrology water rat like me. Um, Interesting to know that he is born in the same year as me. Um, Again, somebody who was massive, a colossal giant in the world of hip hop. just going to leave another update as to um, astrologically where we are since I've recorded this message 
So the transits for Friday the 5th of June, yesterday I did the transits for Thursday. We still have the sun in Gemini and moon in Sagittarius. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six energies in retrograde. So we have Mercury in direct, <coughs> excuse me, direct eight degrees in Cancer. Venus is in retrograde Gemini still with that Gemini up there in the sun. So sun and Venus are in Gemini, but Venus is in ret retrograde Gemini. <laughs> Woo! So moon is in Sagittarius, Mercury is in Cancer. So Gemini, Sag, Cancer, Gemini, Pisces. I think to myself, like, how would I, my planet, my planets and my makeup respond to these energies? And um, to me, like, I, I can see that it's, 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 it's like, it, light hearted and I know what to expect because I know that these energies are there. So, but with the moon in Sagittarius, it, it, it's gonna fuck with you a bit. Oh, I made a swear. <laughs> I don't get paid for this anyway, so I probably should say fuck more than I do. Um, so, yeah, Mercury in Cancer. So the communication is gonna be all Cancerian. It's gonna be crab-like. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, Venus in retrograde Gemini. Mars in Pisces, like like I said, I think previously, Mars isn't a great fan of being in Pisces because Mars likes to be in Taurus or in Aries or Capricorn or something that's going to do what Mars wants it to do. But in Pisces, it's just going to be like, hey, let's go swimming, let's go sailing, let's let's ride a bike, let's get energetic. And Mars is like, no, I'm gonna, I wanna slam something um, or get things going. Mars energy. Yeah, we're all, it's, yeah, it's a crazy combo. I'm wondering who has sun in Gemini and moon in Sagittarius. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out for you if there's anybody out there with those energies. Hey, thanks for tuning into Mud Hut today. I've realised that sometimes when I'm really concentrating, I speak quite slowly. I notice that John Lydon does that too. He sort of like says something really slowly. So perhaps the other person might think they're being funny. But um, no, I, I, it's just that my mind sometimes, I don't realise that I'm doing it. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, for today's podcast and I um, really want everybody to uh, feel feel a good vibration and love one another and be one uh, but we have to get through some difficult sticky situations before we get to those good vibes because otherwise it's just going to be brushed under the carpet and ignored and I don't think that that's working so that's why there's this vibration at the moment um, anyway, love.